no matter what it is, and I encourage you, like, it, it needs to be something that you're passionate about. You can't look at someone else and say, oh, well, Monique is, she's got a hair care company, and, oh, she's making a lot of money, so I'm going to do that. No, because what Monique is doing may not be for you. Yeah. That, you may not even like doing your hair. So you have to figure out what is your calling, what is your purpose, what is your gift. And because God has blessed us all with gifts, talents, but it's for us to figure out what those are to the best of our ability and then use them. Hey, dream chasers and aspiring game changers. I'm your host and creative coach, Lindria Reynolds, and welcome back to Creative Masterminds, your dose of creative fuel to help catch those dreams, stop overthinking, and elevate that life-transforming brand. I am so elated right now to have with me on the mic a beauty powerhouse, Mrs. Monique Rodriguez. She is the creator and CEO of Mayel Organics. Hey, Monique. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing well. Good, good. Thanks for joining me today. Well, thanks for having me. Oh, no problem. So, Monique, you are definitely a creative mastermind. Your brand is everywhere. I mean, I've seen you in Essence, The Real, Upscale Magazine, Wendy Williams, um, several women empowerment engagements. Um, you name it, you are there. And so I think that's pretty wonderful. Um, when I met you, what I love most um, about you was your transparency about your journey of faith to success. Um, and you also have this selflessness desire to help cultivate aspiring entrepreneurs um, just by sharing your story. So I think that's pretty awesome and it's really powerful. I've just seen you do it across social media and just different engagements. Um, I've definitely been following you and I've attended um, your event. So thank you for doing that and thank you for inspiring so many people. And women, particularly. Of course. Um, so I'll just jump right in. So I love to ask my guests, what's your creative love story? When did this gift make its debut? So I have to say that my gift has always been there since I was a little girl. So ever since I was a little girl, I remember being obsessed with beauty, being obsessed with care. Like, I was that little girl that used to play in my grandmother's makeup. My mom didn't wear makeup, but my grandma had, like, a, a dresser full of, like, lipsticks and blushes, and I would just be in there playing with stuff. My mom was, um, she had, you know, a nice look of hair, and I would always be, like, obsessed at the time. She used to use, like, um, royal crown grease. I think that's what it used to be called. And she used to just flick her hair down, and I used to like, oh, wow, your hair is so shiny, and just being obsessed with her hair. Um, so I've always had a love for beauty and hair ever since I was a little girl. And it's so funny because I see in my youngest daughter, she's the same way. So to see that in her, it just, like, brings a smile to my face because it's always been there. I just never thought that that gift and that passion was something that, you know, I can take and make a career out of, but, you know, like they say, your gift will make room for you. And, you know, my gift definitely made room for me because throughout my whole life, people have always asked questions about my hair. What do I use on my hair? What do I put on my hair? How do I get my hair to grow so long? Like all my life, people have asked me what I do with my hair. But I've always been very creative for like different hairstyles and, you know, just different things that I did to my hair. 
Um, so that gift has always been there. I just was able to figure out what that gift was and it made room for me. That's actually been the running theme with my guess is how your gift will make room for you. And so there definitely must be some truth to that. And so I thank you um, for sharing that. So to my understanding, you were a nurse. So you have, you've always yes. been obsessed with hair ever since you were a little girl and then you became a nurse. So what was that defining moment that made you transition from being a nurse to this powerful CEO who's like doing amazing things um, for women in the hair care industry? Yeah, so I was a nurse for eight years. I started, uh, I finished nurse school at the age of 21 and directly went on to work as a labor and delivery nurse. I did that for eight years until I turned 30. And what really made me transition or what, of course, people just really step out on faith. I went through a very tragic time in my life. I was pregnant with my third child. I lost my son at birth um, to a complication with my pregnancy. Um, and unfortunately, he passed away. And you know, that was really a really tough time and you know it took a lot for me to get over that and of course with um, my faith in God and you know trusting God that he had you know a bigger purpose for me because going back to work and like I was so miserable and so unhappy and in order for me to keep my mind focused and in order to stay sane I took to something that I love doing and love talking about and I started on social media really just talking about hair care and how to you know style your hair, how to use, which ingredients to use to grow your hair. So I was just having conversations with people on social media, and that was a therapeutic outlet. Um, obviously, besides going to church and, you know, getting closer and building my relationship better with God, that was another outlet um, because it was something that I loved doing. And when I got, like, so many people that were sending me messages and, you know, asking, because I started making my own products, and people started asking, like, can I just buy what you're making? Can I just use whatever it is you're using on your hair? Like, uh, your hair is beautiful. And I said, okay, this is my, here it is, my gift. Again, you know, surfacing. And I'm like, okay, God, I feel that you're really, you know, talking to me and speaking to me. And this is what I should, should be doing. Because another thing is I've always wanted to own my own business. Even before nursing school, I just didn't know what I wanted to do in business. And I felt that that was my aha moment. Like, okay, God is pushing me into a mindset my calling, I have a greater purpose, and he's going to set me up for prosperity. Um, and that's when I decided that I'm just going to have faith. I'm going to do my due diligence. I'm going to research about business, entrepreneurship, brand, and marketing, and try to educate myself as much as I can, and I'm just go for it. Um, so that's pretty much how I made the transition from nursing to being a business owner. Wow. Thanks for sharing that, Monique. And thank you for being so transparent um, with your story um, to say, you know, that a very, you know, personal loss um, led you to following um, your gift and just walking into your purpose. That's the only way I can see because, you know, if you're not authentic, if you're not your true self, you know, eventually you can only portray somebody's face for so long for the real you That's my motto. Oh. And that's a wonderful model to have. I mean, in branding, authenticity is key. Um, I've said it in quite a few episodes that um, people can sniff out inauthentic people. And 
when you're authentic, the right people will be surrounded by you. I'll just say that. Um, and those are the people who are meant to be, who, who are meant to buy your products, who are meant to be a part of your purpose. And so um, thank you for being so authentic. Thank you. Thank you for listening. <laughs> so you, you mentioned a little bit about your, your personal life. And I think of your personal life and how you navigate your personal life as being a part of your personal brand. So how do you treat your personal brand and the Mayel brand? Um, so they're separate. Um, so I guess it's kind of both. They're separate, but they're not separate. Because the goal is I want people to understand that Mayel is um, it's an African-American-owned company. It's a female African-American-owned company. Um, so I so I intertwine the two because I want people to know that these products are made with love and they're made by someone that looks like you. Mm-hmm. Um, and honest, honestly, I use the product. I use every single product versus, you know, bigger, larger companies that want to sell to us, but they can't use what we use. So how can they know if the product really works? Um, how they say it works so they can't relate to us um so i i intertwine the brand uh just to get that messaging out there um but i don't really post you won't really see me post a lot of my personal life on my l page you will see my l more of my personal life because you know it's what i do but you won't really see like my family and things like that on my l page you may see my husband here and there um because that, that is separate, um, and I invite people that if that want if they want to know about you know who's the owner you know more about like my family life my story I invite them to my page because I give you a snippet of my personal life from my page. So I said this to say it's it's intertwined with my more and my personal brand, but I keep my personal brand and my personal story away from the my page. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, I think it makes perfect sense. I think that goes back to um, what we were talking about, about authenticity, because you are, to me, you are your brand. So I can kind of see how, um, you know, like you mentioned, you're an African-American woman. You use the product. It's made by an African-American woman. It's for African-American women. And so um, audiences can resonate with authenticity. And I, I thank you for just even sharing even the, the the parts of you that you do share about your personal life from I mean some of the things that I've seen that you've shared of just some of your experiences when you travel when you go to different events just a little bit in, more insight into who Monique is without giving away too much but it's it's really good that um, your audiences get to kind of live a little bit through you and they can even see the life of an entrepreneur and a CEO and a mom and a wife um, and it kind of gives right. someone hope who wants to go into entrepreneurship and they might not, they may not know how do I balance this life. And I can see Monique balancing this life through her personal page, <laughs> but it makes them more optimistic to say that, Hey, I can one day be a woman CEO and I can still be a mom and I can still be a wife and I can still attend different events. And so It just shows how much of a renaissance woman you are. And there's so many women out here who want that life and they just don't even know where to start. Mm -hmm. You're absolutely right. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. 
Um, so with has it been difficult um, for you balancing family life and entrepreneurship? Um, it's somewhat hard. Well, I want to say somewhat. You know, it's it's a constant juggle. You know, you're constantly juggling. Um, and I'm really big on prioritizing um, and making sure that, you know, God first, my family second, and then business. Um, but, you know, sometimes there's always that mommy guilt. Like, I think I had it um, one day this week, and I was just thinking, like, how, you know, I'm at the office literally, like, 9 to 5, um, and then, you know, I pick my kids up from school, you know, and hopefully my mom has been helping, and she's been cooking dinner for us so we can eat, like, a home-cooked meal. But by the time we eat and, you know, get settled, like, I'm so tired that now it's time to do homework. And, you know, I'm like, I don't want to, like, shortchange my kids because they got to do homework and they need help with their homework. But it's like, I'm so tired. And, you know, so that's the challenge. Because I feel like sometimes I am shortchanging them versus if I was a stay-at-home mom and I can, you know, when they get out of school at three, get them a snack and do homework, then cook dinner, and then go to bed. Like, that's in a perfect world. But in reality, no, I'm working, you know, I'm at my house at 7 o'clock in the morning, and sometimes I don't get home until 8 o'clock because with activities and all the other things that my kids have going on, um, and then homework, and then fixing dinner, like, it's a lot. So you really have to have a good support system. Like I said, my mom has stepped in. She um, came in to cook for us uh, and took me, like, get some type of, balance because my kids my one of my daughters just went to a new school so one of her schools her school is like way out the way so um we're trying to just get settled with that schedule so it's like i said it's a lot of juggling um and back and forth and you know so my mom helps my husband is a good support you know sometimes he'll work extra at the office so i can be home with the kids but then the kids are asking well, where's daddy where's daddy and i'm like he's at work so it's just trying to help your kids understand that, you know, mommy and daddy have to work, um, but also including them in the part of the business and in the part of the journey so they don't feel like, you know, well, you guys are always working and what about us? So family vacations are important. You know, going to church on Sundays are important. Doing things as a family to keep that strong family bond, it, those are the must. You have to do that um, because, you know, you can, you don't want to lose that and nor do you want to lose yourself. So, making sure that you do self-care and, you know, I'm like, I need to go to massage this week because I'm mentally drained um, and I will be doing that. But, you know, <laughs> just, just a constant juggle. <laughs> well, I tell people to prioritize and keep that first and have a good support system. And that's exactly what I wrote down. <laughs> I was going to re repeat it right back. That makes perfect sense. And thanks for sharing that. Good support system, prioritizing, keeping God first. Um, I also wrote communication down too. Um, it's good to just yeah. have good key communication with all parties involved <laughs> in work-life balance. Yeah. Um, and you mentioned self-care. So, and I think that's so important for entrepreneurs and creatives and just innovatives, um, innovators. And so how do you, you mentioned massages, how do you practice um, self-care? Well, one thing I make sure that I do, I give manicures and pedicures every two weeks. So that's like a must. I don't care. Like, I'm I'm the type of girl. 
I told you I'm into beauty and hair. I'm so I'm very girly. So if my nails are not done, if there's a chip on my nail, I will not go outside. I will not go to an event. I cannot stand my nails not being done. So I make sure I get my nails and my feet done every two weeks, even in the wintertime, because, you know, you still got to take your shoes off when you're at home with your husband, and he's not about to be looking at ugly toes. Yes. So... <laughs> Um, so that, I do that every two weeks. Um, and then, you know, traveling, making sure I go on vacation. And every time I go on vacation, I'm going to a spa. It's a little harder for me to schedule my spa appointments, like, while I'm local because it's, like, always something to do. But I used to do it once a month, and I'm trying to get back into that routine. So one of my goals for the new year is to get back into doing, like, monthly massages. I had a friend tell me one time that the first – what you need to do after you pay your tithe, you need to put money aside for self-care. That's number two. <laughs> That's what she told me. And she was like, yeah. that'll get you through the rest of the month. Um, and so I, I'm asking about self-care for my guests, but I'm asking for me too, Monique, <laughs> because it's so difficult. <laughs> like when you're in the middle of trying to yeah. make all these different power moves and you have so many obligations to so many people, sometimes self-care gets put on the back burner. And so, and I don't think we realize that when we, when we put self-care on the back burner, we're putting sometimes our health on a back burner it affects our mental health mental and emotional health um so yeah you're absolutely right and saying you're just reminding me to make sure i get on my new year because i have i think three gift cards locally for a massage some of those gift cards are from last year so that's how bad i've gotten with you know getting my monthly massages i have a gift card from last year like i'm like i'm gonna be ashamed of myself <laughs> Well, you definitely inspired me. Um, soon as we're done with our interview, I am going to make my call to get my nails done because I haven't had them done in a while. I put it off. <laughs> and so you really inspired me um, to just make sure I do that for myself um, because it also it makes you feel good about yourself too. So yeah. mm -hmm. it's, it, it, it builds confidence. And so um, it's good to you know really practice good self-care and whatever works for the person. Everyone's um, method of self-care is different. Um, but, mm -hmm. you know, thank you for sharing yours. Yeah, absolutely. So, Monique, what's been, like, the most rewarding thing about transitioning from a nurse and just really, you know, walking into your purpose and inspiring so many women as this beauty maven? So what has been, the, like, the most rewarding thing that has come out of that? The most rewarding thing is really the feedback I get from my consumers and my customers. When we get emails, and we get a lot of them, of customers that have emailed us just saying how they love the brand, how, you know, the hair products have changed their lives, how they're so inspired by my story, how, you know, how great we make them feel. I mean, so many different, like, positive feedback. It's like confirmation for me that I'm filling my purpose. I'm walking in my calling. I'm walking according to God, to what God has called me to do. Because if I wasn't, I don't think that people would be, um, they wouldn't be the way that they are. The brand. Mm -hmm. Like we have had people, when they meet me, they cry. And wow. it's like, they cry over hair products, but it's, it's bigger than products. Because again, 
when I felt that God had a bigger purpose for me, like I knew that he was giving me this platform for a reason and it was to inspire others to be great because I didn't come from a rich background. I didn't come from a family of entrepreneurs. I didn't grow up with a silver spoon in my mouth, but I got to where I am because of God and because of hard work and determination. Um, so it's bigger than, you know, the hair products. Yeah, the products are great, but it's how can you inspire people and how can you bring up people along the way? Because that, that's what God wants us to do. Like, yeah. he wants us all to be prosperous. But when you become prosperous, who are you going to take with you? Yeah. That's true. That's true. We're, we're created to serve. So that's true. Absolutely, yeah. So true. I feel like I'm, I'm serving. I've, I've served women when I was a labor and delivery nurse, and I'm still serving um, as a hair care um, beauty CEO because I'm serving – these women with great products and, you know, giving them hope and inspiration that it's possible no matter what it is. And I encourage you, like, it, it needs to be something that you're passionate about. Yeah. You can't look at someone else and say, oh, well, Monique is, she started her care company and, oh, she's making a lot of money, so I'm going to do that. No, because what Monique is doing may not be for you. Yeah. That, you may not even like doing your hair. So... You have to figure out what is your calling, what is your purpose, what is your gift. And because God has blessed us all with gifts, talents, but it's for us to figure out what those are to the best of our ability and then use them. And when we figure out what our gift is, God will bless it. So don't look at me and say, oh, she's making a lot of money. Just look at me and say she's blessed because she's found her purpose. Absolutely. Um, that is so important. I think so many of us um, can get comparison syndrome where we see people and we yeah. we we think that we want to do what they're doing or we're trying to aspire to be who they become and everyone's journey right. is different and you can get a little piece you can get a little nugget of information just from someone else's story or journey that'll help you along the way it doesn't mean you have to mimic their story and so I right. think that that's that's powerful and I can even say that um, when I heard you speak, it it helped me. It helped me to move forward with just launching my podcast. I was like, I just need to go ahead and stop playing and launch my podcast. You know, I'm I'm naturally I'm not you know the girly girl, and I I know it's a struggle for me just to pull my hair into a ponytail. <laughs> Your products have helped me. <laughs> that leave-in conditioner worked magic on this hair. <laughs> And so, um, and so, you know, I know that, you know, and that's just, this is, it's small and it's, and I'm not, I'm not even saying this to be funny, but because you walked into your purpose and did what you were called to do, your products have helped me to get my hair done, get my hair done right so that I can walk into a room full of people who I need to talk to Brandon about. So your, your journey inspires other people's journey because you can help them get where they need to go just from you doing what you're called to do. So it's important. It's important. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you. So what's next for Monique? What do you have? What's, what's going on that, you know, everyone needs to know about? Um, oh, I got a lot of stuff up my sleeve. I'm going to say 2019 is going to be a great year where we're going to skyrocket. 
um, you know, every year I, I plan out my thoughts and um, for the next year, things that I want to accomplish, my goals, certain dreams, aspirations for the upcoming year. Um, and, you know, what I have in my head, I can't wait to get it out. Um, let's just say 2019 is going to be a year that you're really going to see things skyrocket for myself and my ill. Nice. I'm excited. I'm excited. I will be following you along the way and I'll be ready to make my next purchase. <laughs> so I'm, I mean, I appreciate you. Um, again, I can't emphasize enough how um, it's important that you've shared your, your journey and your story. I mean, the best, the best to me, the, the best CEOs or entrepreneurs are um, are those who can really share their story because brand storytelling is really important. I mean, I think a lot of big corporations, they're just starting to catch on to that, that yeah, in order to, right. you know, even promote their product or, you know, we got we to gotta share stories. And I think the fact that you've just naturally done so and it just, you know, just from watching you speak, it's just who you are. And so I think that's inspiring. And other entrepreneurs need to know that, you know, be transparent, be authentic. Um, and, you know, you can help change someone someone else's life and even elevate their brand. So um, I can't thank you enough for being that way. I mean, not even being that way, but just being you. This is who you are. So <laughs> thank you for sharing you. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. So um, my last question is, how can people find you? How can um, audiences and people who want to be inspired by you or even just purchase your product, how can they um, find you? Find you and find my L. Yes, yeah, so uh, my personal Instagram is xexquisitemo and it's spelled just like exquisite is in the dictionary, M-O. <laughs> um, my business is Myel Organic, Facebook at Myel Organic, um, and yeah, and of course our website, MyelOrganic.com, um, yeah, that's it. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, I've definitely enjoyed our creative conversation. I think you were dropping some golden nuggets, um, for <laughs> just <laughs> aspiring entrepreneurs and CEOs and whether you want to start a hair care product or you know launch some whatever it is, whatever yeah. it is <laughs> you know that you're called to do um some key takeaways that I have are just you know be you and you know walk right. into yep. your purpose yeah just just be you and be inspired by others be you because nobody can beat you at being you yep <laughs> absolutely <My favorite> quote. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. So thank you so much, Monique. I'm I'm really excited um, to share your story.